Hello and welcome to 251, Two Pianists, Five Minutes, One Subject. And this is our ongoing series of jazz vignettes. My name is Simon Whiteside. And my name is Nick Tomlin. And all of these podcasts will be uploaded to our YouTube channel. Uh, and Simon does some really great little videos to accompany uh, these podcasts. So it's worth checking them out. You can find them at um, 2-5-1 on YouTube. So today we're asking the question... Is it worth learning licks? So what is a lick in jazz terms? Well, a lick may sound something like this. And I suppose the, the best way of explaining it really is to draw a parallel with, with language. Um, so when you're learning a language, as well as learning vocabulary and grammar, very often you also learn phrases and you know you can buy phrase books for, for various languages which is which is just it's a practical way of using the language of putting the the words and the and the grammar um, to sort of practical use and in a way that's the way I sort of see licks in jazz really um, it's it's a little melodic phrase um, which use which really helps to embed vocabulary and and increase fluency when you're improvising um, do you have any thoughts Simon about this yeah, I think I think it's a good point that it's sort of like a phrase book. And I think one of the problems that people have, so there are a lot of discussion about whether you should or shouldn't learn licks. And one of the problems with learning licks is that lick you played, for example. When you hear someone play that, um, you kind of think maybe they're not that sophisticated as an improviser because they're playing a really hackneyed... Something they've learned. Yeah, sort of, yeah. lick. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a very well-known one. Mm -hmm. And it's a very... I mean, it's even called I'll Have a Banana or I've Been to the Guildhall <laughs> by some people um, because it, you know, it, it associates... That's that. the rhythmic pattern. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, I've been to the Guildhall. Uh, but uh, I think the problem that people have with learning licks is that it is a bit like carrying a phrase book on your holiday to Guatemala or whatever. You're never really going to understand the language that you're speaking. You're just really trying to find out where the post office is. And that's all, you know, you're kind of reading it phonetically off the page. And it's not really, you don't understand, I suppose. You, mm. don't, you don't have command over your language. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think one of the, the great uh, descriptions of language learning is that when you learn a language, first of all, you start by reading and, and speaking it. Second, you start by you know, thinking in it. Mm -hmm. And the highest level that I've heard it described as, if you can write poetry in, in a foreign language, then you've mastered there. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. and you know you're really, you're, you're then you're mastering not only um, the words and the phrases, but allusion and illustration, mm -hmm. and puns, and all those sorts of mm -hmm. extra mm -hmm. language things that come in. And I think that's the problem some people have with lick-based soloing, but. I feel, and, and you can reflect on this in a moment, I feel that one thing about learning licks is that you, the more licks you learn, the more you forget as well. So you then really what you're learning is how to play in all 12 keys and mm -hmm. you're learning patterns on the piano and mm -hmm. you're learning ways of getting around the piano. And, and uh, you know, the licks that you learned when you were 20, you probably can't remember or you play them all the time without even mm -hmm. knowing that mm -hmm. they're, and mm -hmm. they've become if you like, developed, I suppose, mm -hmm. and you become a bit more poetic, if for want of a better word, mm. with, with the material. What do you think? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I think also, I think it's how you how you use the licks and how you approach them. And um, I think you can sort of learn them and 
practice them in quite a creative way or you can learn them in a very kind of formulaic way and um, I mean personally I what I like to do you know if I'm if I'm learning a lick is sort of break it down and figure out what is that lick what how does that lick work and 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 then also um, I will be quite playful with it and I will sort of try and introduce it into my sort of existing vocabulary and find ways into it ways out of it to sort of personalize it so it's not just it becomes part of my language rather than just this this thing that I've taken from somewhere else really um, uh, and I think I think that's quite creative and especially if you figure out how that lick is working you can then kind of create your own licks you know well we've run out of time today so should you play licks or not I'm Simon Whiteside and my name's Nick Tomlin goodbye